Hey folks, welcome to the Fantastic Duo Show. Really quickly, um, first off, I want to apologize for this week's audio. It was a little wonky. We had the microphones that were obviously just a little too good, uh, too close to each other. So you're going to hear points where perhaps it's uh, echoey. Um, we apologize. Uh, I was trying to uh, suppress as much of the echo as possible, but... Um, in some parts, there's an echo. In other parts, you just hear the audio perfectly. So I hope you guys enjoy the episode. Give us some feedback. Let us know how awesome Aaron was. And we look forward to keeping you on board and watching us live on Twitch and listening to this download of the podcast. Thanks, guys. up everyone welcome back to the fantastic duo show and as you can tell i'm sitting next to my co-host in real life <laughs> this isn't some green screen technology that we just created mr steve cardenas what's up steve yo what's up baby? look at you let's do the social distance high five i went in for it my bad <laughs> Welcome. Yeah, so uh, if you guys notice, yeah, we are sitting side by side because I am in New York today. And uh, if you'll notice, we don't have the normal brick wall backdrop today because we are doing this show live remote from Undiscovered. So uh, Undiscovered Realm comic book shop. Um, so big shout out to Chris and uh, the guys here at Undiscovered for uh, staying open late and letting us do this uh, podcast remote from the store. Um, the reason we're doing it from the store is because I will be here tomorrow. Uh, from 4 to 8, doing a signing here at this very shop. So uh, everybody's very excited about that. So uh, I'm sneaking into New York, doing a little little signing, a little meet yeah. and greet, and then I bounce right back out because i got to go to Detroit uh, this weekend. You know, it's crazy. I don't live that far, so it's just like, as soon as yeah. you mentioned, so like, let's do this live. crossed the river from Jersey and uh, came over. And, uh, yeah. So, yeah, good stuff. I told them, I said, why don't we do it, guys? Um, you know, by the way... Uh, yeah, we do have somebody here with us too as well, don't we? Like we have a very special yeah, guest. So so not only so this time around, not only are we doing the show side by side, but we actually have our guest in here live as well too. So uh, very excited uh, for this guest. Um, I sort of discovered her because I had seen a post that she had done for um, for Catherine Sutherland, um, where she had interviewed Catherine Sutherland, who else we all know is the uh, second Pink Ranger, and um, and. Uh, I thought her work was fantastic. So um, her, her actually, her dad reached out to me and said, we would like to do an interview. And I said, well, I've got this great idea. I'm going to be in New York at the same time. Why don't we all meet up together and do this whole thing, like, all live? So make it fun. And uh, it'll be an interesting one. So uh, it's going to, we don't know what to expect because not only are we going to be interviewing her, but she's also going to be interviewing us as well. So um, actually, let's go ahead and let's uh, introduce her right now. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, all the way from across the table, uh, we have uh, the lovely and extremely talented uh, Miss Erin Leffler. So, hi, Erin. How are you? Hi. Hey. I'm doing good. Great. <laughs> kind of like mess that up almost. I'm like, I'm, did I say hi now or what? Are yeah, you? <laughs> you're good. You say hi now. Across the table. Um, so, uh, and everybody, just make sure we can, everyone can see everyone, right? As, uh, can you guys oh, let yeah, us know yeah, if we're, we're everywhere all good? Okay, cool. So, so super excited right now. Yeah, this is great. So yeah, actually, like a lot of a lot of stuff going on right now. So, um, so this, like I said, today this one's a unique one because 
um, you know, she's going to interview us as well, because um, maybe you can tell us you have a a podcast that you're going to be starting up very soon as well. And I think we're probably going to be one of the first ones to be interviewed, right? Yeah. So actually what's been going on was I've been kind of been really reclusive from mm -hmm. my social media for the past three months. Um, I took a very long break and I'm usually not like that on my social media. I'm very present. So everyone's kind of like, what's going on? Um, I've been working on my very first show, which is called The Drawing Board. I'm super excited for everyone to see it. It's going to be debuting this Friday at 5 Eastern Time. And it's just a really cool thing, you know, to help kids out. It's kind of like Mr. Rogers, how he used to give us that advice, like, sure, okay. show into, like, each of the different jobs and how to handle situations healthily and properly. It's a nice little thing where kids can learn from the people that they may like and get to watch art being made in the process right. of the person. So making art while also like educating and, and the kids as well. So yeah. let's, let's backtrack just a little bit. So um, you are a licensed uh, Lucasfilm artist as well as do you Disney as well too? And I do Marvel. I did, oh, Marvel. Right. Yeah, I did a, uh, <sighs> I did an advertisement right. for Disney actually. They had a wonderful bit during May the 4th where they uh -huh. had a, you know, all the movies were now on the thing. So they asked me, they reached out, they're like, can you do something for us? And I'm like, okay. So I ended up painting an entire jacket in two and a half days for this promo that I did for them. And it was really cool because I love Disney. I grew up with right. Disney well, and I had... you look like a Disney character. <laughs> I, <laughs> look at her face, right? I, I get that. She, like she could be uh, one of her own... She really um, does, yeah. We were talking creations. about I was like, holy crap. She's like, you know, I get that all the time, guys. Yeah. I, I do and it's awkward because I'm like, I don't want to like... Right. I feel like I just kind of like, I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm not. It's... <laughs> No. Right. When we were looking at your Instagram, like when we first started, like make, making the arrangements on all this, I would look at your Instagrams and I couldn't tell. I was like, "Is that one of her drawings, or is that actually her?" <laughs> I, I've been told it's just because my eyes are kind of bigger than like most most people, so I'm like, "Yeah, I, I guess that right. kind of makes sense." But so I did that promo for Disney, but I've been working with Lucasfilm since 2017. I actually got the email from them on my birthday, right. and they asked me, "They're like, would you like to be, you know, would you like to do this project with us?" And I was like because you know i grew up the biggest star wars fan of even course. though i was a girl and in school like all the kids were like no <laughs> like i was that nerd you know big glasses and all and i'm like <laughs> star wars so nice. i wrote papers about it and everything and everyone knew that i was that nerd but i always wanted to do something with them it was it meant a lot to me because i grew up with it and the story just like totally resonated with me right so getting that opportunity was super duper cool and I was so excited and then my boss reached out she said hey would you like to have your art on the red carpet and I was like what <laughs> so little did I know four months later December rolled around and my art was behind John Boyega wow, on the red carpet wow. of the last Jedi amazing so it was really cool and then I started getting some not so great because you know the Star Wars fandom is very mixed. You have some very, very supportive people, and then you have some that are... The haters. The toxic. Very toxic. And yeah. to be a girl working in Star Wars, that's not something that they exactly like. So I was getting a very, you know... Yeah, truck them. Yeah. And <laughs> it was really nice because Mark troll. Hamill yeah. stepped up, and he's actually like kind of like, you know... You guys got to stop this on Twitter. And I was just, I was kind of taken back because I was like, I was not expecting that. And wow. right after that, I was able to create my first anti-cyberbullying campaign because I know I was bullied as a kid. Mm -hmm. um, cyberbullying as an adult, still not fun. Wow. Harassment yeah, and everything. Course. Like yeah. when you have people threatening your life and the life of people that you love and everything, 
that's not acceptable ever. So I wanted to extend something that wasn't extended to me to kids that may be on the internet because I love getting to help kids and young adults in their endeavors on the internet. So I set out to make the Force Against Cyberbullying campaign and it took up, you know, a lot of traction. I got Mark Hamill backed it and then James Gunn backed it and I just had like so many celebrities just kind of like step up so and into amazing. it and it was super cool. And then at the beginning of this year, you know, everything got shut down. I lost all my Comic-Con appearances yeah. within a matter of three days. And a week after, I get an email. And the guy's like, hey, how would you like to come work for Marvel? And I'm like, okay. I'm like, that That would be wonderful. So now I have both the licensed things up in my resume, and I'm kind of excited yeah, about that. well, no kidding. I mean, who, could, who wouldn't be? I mean, that's <laughs> phenomenal, you know? Um, yeah, you know, for, for me, I, I kind of re relate to your story because I was, I was bullied too, you know, as, as a kid growing up and stuff. And, um, you know, I got into martial arts and that was my only channel or only my only venue or my outlet, so to speak, I guess, for, 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 for dealing with that. So, you know, I'm, I'm definitely all for those anti-bullying campaigns because, you know, um, cause I know what it's like to, to be terrorized, you know, um, and uh, so anyway, I think that's phenomenal. So um, I know Alex probably has a, a bunch of things. We just kind of left him out for a second so we can let him jump in if there, there's things that you want to um, ask. And then, um, by the way, we, because we are doing this as a back and forth, you, you know. Um, so Erin is going to ask uh, us questions as well. She's going to interview me. So she's going to get a lot of my story uh, as well uh, while she's doing the drawing. So um, what this is what you're doing right now, right? Do you mind? Like, I know we don't have a way to look at what she's doing specifically. We have the cam camera kind of pointed, but um, you're going to be drawing me, right? Yeah, I'm just starting out. Oh, I should have I should have did my hair. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Very exciting. Okay. Alex, did you want to ask anything right now? Yeah. yeah no. So, so um, one of the things that uh, that she's uh, that you said a little bit about the the bullying campaign and all that stuff, right? Yeah. Um, has anybody reached out to you? Um, any personal stories that has that has like basically touched you about the, the bullying campaign? Because that's like huge right now. It's like everybody's pretty much talking about um, how cyberbullying has affected them one way or another. You know. Yeah, I actually had a girl come up to me at one of my very first Comic-Con guest appearances. And, and it's it takes a lot for me to be emotional about something because I've learned over the years to, you know, you're able to hide that. Especially now, when you have a big platform and everything, you kind of have to learn how to be stoic and not show those emotions. Because if you do show those emotions, it people will latch on and either go at you more or they'll just think you're a joke. So it's kind of like you have to learn how to curb that back. So... I was just, you know, doing my thing, signing stuff and everything, and this girl came up. And I could just tell that she, like, had something she wanted to say, so I just, you know, like, smiled and be like, hey, what's up? And she broke down crying, and she's like, if it wasn't for your cyberbullying campaign, I would not be here today. And I was just kind of like, it, I did, I started crying on the spot, because to know that you did something that has that effect on a person right. to where they're still standing here today is like the most incredible feeling because that's all I want. I love people. I want to help people right. and any way I can do it, you know, that's such an important thing to me. So to hear that it helps somebody to that point, it was like, this is what I'm meant to be doing. This is, you know, it was worth it. Even though, even though I had to go through 
complete insanity stuff that should never have to be gone through by any person. I'd rather it be me than somebody else, and sure. that way I can turn around and help somebody in return. Yeah, I mean, and people don't don't realize sometimes, you know, like you're so comfortable behind your keyboard typing things to people, you know, and you don't realize the effect that it can really have on people. So, you know, um, yeah, I I, I to totally stand by that. So that that's great. Um, so. I I'm loving what you're doing with the drawing, by the way. This yeah, by the so way, cool. if you guys, I cannot if you, wait to see how this is gonna look. I'm so excited. We're and we'll make sure we post it uh, up once uh, once it gets finished as well. Um, so maybe we'll take a we'll take a minute and maybe you can tell us exactly um, what is the name of this show that you're going to be doing and like you know and, and we I know we briefly explained it'll be like your art while you're educating the kids, but um, what is it exactly and how will people be able to find it and all that kind of stuff like that? So the drawing board is a really cool interactive interview show that I'm doing. I'm going to be uploading the first one on Friday on YouTube, which is. Super duper exciting. It's been really hard to keep it in because I like telling every, I like being open with everyone right. and, you know, just telling them everything. So I'm really excited to finally put this out in the world because I've been working with some incredible people, you know, right. that I know kids love and yeah. even adults are going to love. It's meant to encourage young people, but I think that we all need the encouragement in this day and age and even adults are going to walk away from this, you sure. know, feeling really good about themselves and feeling empowered because really what the show is is you're learning how to handle things like rejection and competition and you're learning stories about people that you absolutely love and everything so it's it's really cool and getting to hear you know these stories from people who have been acting and right. singing and playing music and writing and producing for years right. it's just like amazing you get to I hear know. really really unique stories and it's cool because it's just such a laid-back setting where you hear so many stories that you're not going to hear from other places, other right. interviews. Because a lot of other interviews, it's just kind of like, right, to the all, point, yeah, to the point, press tour kind of yeah, thing. This exactly. is more of a, more intimate. friends are talking, yep. and I'm also drawing them well. Because I think it's fun, you know, to have an outcome to it. And people are more likely to, like, have fun with it when they see something's going on. And you have to wait till the end to see the final product. So that's yeah. always a lot of fun. But I thought, you know, I was in a very very dark spot back in may um i kind of kept up like this energizer bunny thing to keep every my, my goal is to help everyone so yeah. i tried to keep like this positive face with the coronavirus outbreak and so much pain and everything that everyone's been going through especially as of late you know with prejudice and everything i tried keeping up that positive front yeah so that way you know everybody else had something to look forward to but the problem was i wasn't feeling it myself i was very very depressed i was not sleeping not eating yeah. right and it was taking its toll to the point where i was talking to my friends and family and they're like you're gonna keep doing this you're either gonna kill yourself or something really bad's gonna happen right. so you need to take a step back and when i took that step back because i i rarely ever take a social media break and once i did that it was like the moment of clarity in my brain like everything just kind of like reset and i'm like what's our goal again we want to help people you can't do that if you're not you're a hundred percent so i started like you know just taking that time to just like reconnect with my artwork and everything yeah. and right in the middle of that this idea was born because i'm like you know what that's the one thing i love about guesting at comic cons especially ace comic con is how many kids are there and i have kids come up to me all the time and ask me about stuff i have panels at ace and you know kids are sitting in the yeah. audience they want to learn from so i thought i have a platform 
I have so many kids that follow me and there's also adults out there who love this stuff that follow me. I want to give back. I want to help them learn about stuff. I want to entertain them, give them something that'll help them, you know, feel good at the end of the day. So the idea just came and I remember I texted a friend of mine about it and she goes, if you don't do this, I will. And I'm right. like, oh, <laughs> I'm like, okay, so it must be a good idea. Yeah. And I didn't even think twice about it. I just jumped in feet first. Yeah. And now three months later, I'm officially debuting it on right. Friday. Amazing. And, you know, and it's so cool because, uh, you know, it, I mean, obviously it sounds like you've gotten a lot of people that are uh, already supporting you. Um, we know, like, for example, we know Catherine Sutherland is one of your guests that's going to be. Can you name some of the other ones or do you want to keep them a surprise? Well, I can name some of them. I'm not going to tell well, don't, everyone. Don't tell the story. I'm not going to tell, tell everyone the order that they're coming oh, yeah, out or no, anything. Cool, yeah. But I can give some little yeah. hints. I have wonderful musicians like the composer of the music from the Peanuts, David Benoit. Oh, right. Okay. I have um, amazing actors like James Monroe Iglehart and a good friend of mine, Lauren Moran, who is an artist. She's absolutely incredible. I have music legends like Mary Wilson of the Supreme. So you're going to get oh, to hear wow, from a cool. lot of different people. Yeah, and and from, what, from the whole, from the whole like <laughs> spectrum, you know, from the, all the genres. That was, that was too. my thing because a lot of shows, they only focus on one thing. They yeah. focus on the actors. And I think that, you know, every job in the entertainment industry is worth learning about. We don't all do the same things. We're not all given the same gifts. So it's kind of important that you're given the chance to learn about these other things because we don't get to hear about them. So right. getting to talk to all these people and hear from their perspective, like what they think should be changed, what, you know, people have in mind when they're doing this, I think that's an important thing. Yeah, I mean, because you're right. I mean, there's so many people that are, say, like behind the camera or behind the scenes, you know, that don't get the credit, but at the same time are integral in, in making what you actually see on the screen or what you hear. And yeah. to hear their perspectives on things is amazing. And so. not just that, a lot of shows kind of focus on the same type of people. I want to show kids and even adults a diverse cast of people, you know, from all backgrounds, all skin colors. I want everybody on this show. I don't care who you are, where you're from. What I care about is let's hear your story. Let's hear what you think, you know, people should know and things that they can learn. And let's just make it fun for everyone because everyone can do whatever they want. If you, if Walt Disney always said, if you can dream it, you can do it. Yeah. And it doesn't matter who you are. So I think it's important, you know, to show that, like, because instead of focusing on the same five actors or actresses or the same skin color for every episode, I want, I want everybody to feel like they can look at the screen and go, I can see myself in that person. That's me. All right. Wow, amazing. Yeah, we're, we're getting a lot of uh, activity in the, uh, in the chat as well. So, uh, guys, if you do have questions for Aaron as well, um, please, by all means, um, type them up. Alex will, will field those questions. Um, but why don't uh, we, we switch gears a little bit, and why don't you go ahead and do the things that we're going to do for your show um, by asking the questions to us now, and we'll be the uh, interviewees. Awesome. Okay, so, cool. I love this. <laughs> I love this. This is a great switch up. Yeah. So the first thing is I really, really appreciate the fact that you guys are multifaceted because you have done now podcasts, you go around to Comic-Cons, making mm -hmm. appearances, you were in the Power Rangers. That's a lot of variety. That takes a lot. When did you start doing this? Okay, yeah. So um, so obviously, you know, when, it was, when I was coming up or coming up or whatever, I didn't have any aspirations to be an actor or anything. Power Rangers was, was something that I 
sort of just stumbled into. It was like a fluke thing. I went to an open call audition, you know, and I, I, you know, I never thought that I'd get the part. I mean, I, 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 I tried out against like five thousand people, you know, in a in a parking lot inside of a outside of a TV studio in downtown Dallas, and you know, they were just hurting us through like they do in American Idol, you know. And I just never thought you know, that I would, you know, get that opportunity. But um, for some reason, they just kept calling me back, and I kept coming back. So they flying flew me out to California, and then when I did get the part. You know, um, we were we were completely like immersed in 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 into the, the the filming part of it, and it was all on the job training and stuff. Um, but as far as the fans went, there was no real connection with the fans because the fans were all little kids. You know, <laughs> so if we ever met fans, most of the time it was like if we went to big events and there was like thousands of them there and they were all like screaming or, or, or if we ever did meet any of them face to face, they were very shy. So there was no there was no connection with the fans, but only like maybe 10 years after I left the show. Um, that's when sort of like the advent of like Facebook started coming out. Um, I think first it was MySpace and, you know, some fans found me on MySpace and would reach out um then facebook then all the other ones started coming out but f from that is where and then right around that same time also was when um they started doing conventions and somebody had invited me a fan a, a fan had put together um, what they call Power Morphicon. We hung out with all the fans. Like we all stayed in the same hotel, and we the ho the 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 convention itself was inside some hotel or ballrooms uh, in downtown LA, and we were. You know, this is the first time that the fans were all grown up now, and they were able to convey like to me, hey, you know, like this was, you know, you were an amazing part of my childhood, or you know, you or we I had a rough childhood, and watching Power Rangers really got me through it, you know, or those kind of things. So. We, I was, we were finally able to relate, you know, to the fans. Before we never had any connection with them because there was no social media or any way for them to talk back and forth to us except for through fan mail, which would come, you know, in in the form in letter form from through the snail mail. And if we got the chance to answer people back, it was pretty rare. But now it's like someone can comment on one of my things and I can answer them right back and you know like oh my gosh thanks Rocky for answering me back you know um, so you know um, it's it's a more recent development only in the last ten years have we been like really connecting with the fans um, but I love it you know I've really embraced it because you know for the longest time after Power Rangers is over I didn't have anything to do with Power Rangers you know I ran martial arts studios and all of that kind of stuff and um, you know and I figured that was going to be my life and I never thought anything like this would happen I, I figured when Power Rangers was it over it was over you know um, but now I mean still to this day you know people turn up to, to meet us and everything and uh, to me it's what a blessing you know yeah that's that's really amazing and I think the way that you just you started it out saying about like you didn't think you're gonna get it there's a bunch of people in a parking lot yeah that's something I always love talking about because the audition process for anything especially with acting it's kind of hard because the major thing in the entertainment industry we all get rejected a yeah, lot right yeah. depending on what it is whether it's for a job whether yeah. it's you know trying out auditioning for something we Unless all you're get Steve, rejected then you get it on the first try yeah you gotta be like steve <laughs> no, that's great uh, let me just say guys it does not happen like that sorry go ahead but that's something i always love talking about because i feel like that's something that doesn't get talked about to kids a lot because you know, everyone's like, oh, it's cold in Hollywood. You just have to deal with it. Yeah. But honestly, you know, I feel like rejection can be used for stuff. Do you think that kids can kind of use that, even adults, can kids kind of use that, take that personally, or should they use that more of like a thing that they can springboard off of to get better? 
Well, I think they most most definitely can. I mean, I think, you know, I can't remember, like, you know, um, I think the phrase goes, I've said it before, um, but, like, failure is not fatal, you know, but success is not final either. So it's important to understand both sides of it, you know. It's like you can't think that, oh, just because I, I made it, you know what I mean? I made it in this one aspect you know like that that it's like you you've you've hit you've hit the pinnacle you know and 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 it, you know everything when it comes to when you don't make it you know that's not that's not that's not final either you know so i think it's important for people to really kind of live their life like that don't don't get too caught up on it especially when it comes to acting because you never know exactly what a producer is looking for or what a casting director is looking for you know what i mean like you might have like all the right skills and the right look or whatever, but for whatever reason, they are looking for something just a little bit different. And sometimes it's completely out of your control because they hold these auditions as a formality. They already have somebody in mind anyway, and that's who they're going with, but they have to like do this audition process to like just to see, you know? So you never know, you know, but, but don't let any of those reasons be an excuse not to give it a shot. You know what I mean? I, I think that's probably the best way to look at it. And definitely the thing that I always find that goes along with that, because in any job, especially within the comics and entertainment industry, you know, there's a lot of competition because there's so many talented people that are in the yeah. industry. There's so many up and coming talents. Yeah. It's kind of like, you know, especially with social media, that's a terrible well, thing yeah. about social media is that everyone gets put like they're in competition with one another right and the, the thing with kids is i want to show kids like you don't have to always do that so like do you think that competition is like a good thing or can you kind of like no i i'm i'm a big fan of competition i mean you know growing up in the martial arts world um you know like we, we were always you know doing tournaments where we'd compete against you know compete against other you know schools and other people from our rank and everything like that and you know so i've always been a big advocate of competition i think competition is healthy for a lot of reasons because it teaches you that no matter like how good you might think you are there's always somebody out there better and no, no matter what you might be striving for, sometimes things are just going to happen that are beyond your control. And if you don't allow yourself to be put to put yourself in out there in that way, then you never know what you're really going to be made of. You know, so if, if, if you're coddled your whole life, well, guess what? At some point, those apron strings are going to be cut, and then now you're going to be exposed to this world that's very harsh, that doesn't give a crap about how you how you've been treated your whole life or how you've been coddled your whole life, and they're, it's going to hit you like a truck. And if you don't prepare yourself for that, even on some level, in some way, you know, then it's going to be devastating for you. You know, so um, you know, competition prepared me for you know all kinds of things. You know, along with that though. What extent should competition be kind of like, you know, do you rein it back at some point? Because I feel like that could be something that well, could yeah, cause... I mean, you don't want it to consume you. You don't want it to be something where it's like, you know, I have to win everything. You know what I mean? Like, that that's not healthy either. But at the same time, you also don't want to cower away from things too, you know? So it you have to find that balance. And sometimes the only way to do it is, you know, is to allow yourself to be to be in some kind of competitive anything, you know, um, and not and not to shy away from it, you know, and to welcome it because all of it is a learning experience. Variety of answers I've gotten with that because there's total polar opposites where some are like, yeah, co you know, competition's a good thing, and then I have other people who are like, right, stay away from you know, that. There, but I there think are that people that feel like competition isn't, you know, because 
you know, sometimes you, you, it, it, you know, it breeds, it breeds those type of people that all they want to do is be competitive. You know what I mean? But I think it's the whole point of it. You have to get, you have to have that perspective so you know where, when you've taken it too far. You know what I mean? And, and um, it is, it's a delicate balance, but that's what all of life is. You know, if you want to know the truth, I mean, it's like, you know, but, but, but like on a real note, like it's important, like, for example, Alex is a Marine, you know, or was a Marine and, you know, he was in, you know, all, he was in the Gulf and everything like that. And, you know, look, look, it's, it's important to get prepared for things that can really be detrimental to you, you know, like, you know, at any moment you could get shot or blown up by an IED, you know, but if, if you're being coddled, that's why the basic training is so rigorous and so, you know, so hard because, they need to mentally break you down in order to build you back mm-hmm. up and you need that. And, and I, and everyone as a human needs that, you know, because if you just feel safe in your own little world, you know, and that's fine. But if anyone ever penetrates that world, it's going to be shattering for you. So I, if you don't expose yourself to things, then, you know, so in my opinion, I think competition is very, very healthy as long as you don't let it consume you. So that competition becomes the only thing, and winning becomes the only thing. Yeah, but you know. By the way, um, your girl Brittany said, "What's up?" and breathed. <laughs> she hey, knows that I don't hey, breathe, girl. and I'm doing What's things up? like this. <laughs> so tell me, tell me a little bit. Um, what has been to you like, man? Like, you've done some amazing accomplishments. You know, like in yeah i mean i mean obviously we don't ever ask a, a woman her age but no. she looks yeah. awfully young yeah yeah <laughs> she looks awfully young and to have Hero time lord right <laughs> but but yeah so like i mean honestly like you've killed it you know with everything that you've done to you in your eyes what is like the top thing for you that you feel that has like really set you um into the next level hey that is a deep question <laughs> I mean, because you're, believe it or not, you have to think about that. You're there. You know, you're pretty much, you you were in your life where you're at right now. You've done enough that you have that clout. So, you know, and you can back it up. So for, for you in your eyes then, what is it that has set you, that you think has set you to the next level? I never like to think of it that, like, I'm there. You right. know, everything that happens to you in your life is a privilege. And the way that you handle it is what honestly makes it or breaks it because I think, you know, I just started doing it one day, social media wise, just as a thing because I had a mentor who was an ex-animator, he was absolutely incredible and he had been on me for quite a while, you know, you should put up, you know, just a social media profile. It's like a bit of an online portfolio, you should do it, you'd be good at it. Right. And I I didn't like the idea of it honestly because I'm I'm a very I love people, but I'm also a very private person yeah. because I, I want to please everyone. I want to make everyone happy. I just yeah. want people, you know, to feel good and walk away feeling happy. So I'm always worried, like, if I post this, right. is that going to make anybody yeah. upset? Or if I don't comment, are people going to be yeah. upset? Because, you know, my time's also valuable as well. Yeah. So, like, I'm always worried about that. And I didn't want to do anything with social media because of that. Right. But I finally broke down and got into it. And... I was very fortunate, you know, as soon as I got social media, my work, I didn't think I would have anybody that would like it. And my work just started 
you know, people just started pouring in and I was confused because one weekend I'd be at 5,000 next weekend. I'd come back in. I'd be at 18,000. I'm right. like, I'm not sure what's happening right yeah. now. So that's, that's a little confusing. Cause I'm just like, <laughs> you know, I hide behind my sketchbook all day. Right. I don't, you know, do anything like that. So I always tell everyone it's really the people who have helped me. It's, it's not me. Yeah. Everything I have, everything, my platform, everything is because of everybody who has been there, who has right, believed in my work and everything. And, everything, and yeah. I think the most important thing with that is how you treat people. Because I, I try to treat people the way mm-hmm. I want to be treated. I know right. if I go to a Comic-Con and I walk up to an artist, because I've done it before, and they're completely a jerk to me and they blow me off and everything, I don't want to deal with them. And I know that like that hurts my feelings if somebody right. does that to me. Because if you look up to somebody, you're going to want to have a good interaction with them. Sure. And if they're a total jerk, that's just going to make you absolutely... You know, you don't want to support somebody like that. And so I just try to treat everyone the way I want to be treated and everything. And remembering that, like, all of this is a gift. None of it, you know, I don't expect any of it. So if anything good happens, that's just a bonus. Exactly. You know, and and like, you know, like you said, when when fans are coming up to, like, artists or people and they're kind of rude to them or shine them on and stuff... You know, or, or, you know, maybe they're just like, I, I've heard this question a million times. And, you know, I, I, I always say like, well, you know what, maybe I've answered this question a million times, but the person that's coming up and asking it is hearing it for the first time. So I need to treat it like that, you know, and I think it's important, you know, like a to, lot to of artists forget like that, that yeah. too, because you know what? Social media following is one thing. A lot of celebrities forget that. Yeah. Anybody yeah. in general, like, look, your social media status does not make you a better person 100%. than somebody else. That's something that I always feel like, look, people will come to me and they're like, oh, but you're this and you're that. You're a celebrity. No, I am a person like any other person yeah. on this planet. And that drives me nuts because it's like people detract so much from themselves when they act like a jerk. When somebody's coming, like this person doesn't know that you've had to yeah. answer this question all the time. That's why when like. I'll do an ask me anything in my story. Mm-hmm. I will get the same question so many times, but I don't mind answering them multiple right. times because you know what? This person maybe didn't see my story that day. This right. person maybe, yeah. you know, maybe they're brand new to Instagram. Maybe they're brand yeah. new to Twitter. I don't care. I'll answer it as many times as I need to because I know, like, when I started out, that would have hurt me and devastated me oh, if, sure. like, my favorite artist, my favorite celebrity just kind of, yeah, like, snapped my head off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've had it happen, too. So it's like, yeah. I know I wouldn't want to be treated that way and it if it wasn't for these people following me, I wouldn't be here either. So it's kinda right. like you know yeah. that if it wasn't for them, that that's my whole thing. Like I'm where I am today because people have believed in me, shown me kindness and yeah. I just wanna give that back. That's fantastic. So um I, I know um, you know, you you say, Oh, you know you haven't made it but you you do have some you know, some success and that's phenomenal. But where like do you feel like you win or like what would you like to see next? Like as far as like um, you know, what would be like something that you didn't expect but like really cool you know that you would in in this in your particular line of work well i always say like i especially with this route i'm taking now with the show and everything this is like i feel like this is what i'm meant to do because not only am i able to do my artwork right but i'm also able to turn around and help somebody that that's always been 
my life goal. If you ask anybody that knew me growing up, if you ask anybody that knows me on social media, I mean, for goodness sakes, at the beginning of COVID, I was so heartbroken yeah. hearing all these people. I immediately dropped all my commission work and everything, and I worked up a fundraiser piece. Right. And my fans were just so, so cool. And we were able to raise $7,000, you know, to send to get medical supplies and everything. Like. Wow. Within a weekend, we got $7,000 of supplies and everything to nurses and, fr and frontline workers. And, like, that's the stuff. Like, I'll do a bunch of different fundraisers for children's hospitals and stuff because that's the stuff I want to do. So, like, being able to, like, do this now where it's, like, in a way being able to help educate and, you know, show kids, like, people that look like them and everything wow. and hear stories and everything. I feel like I'm on the path I'm supposed to be right now. If I had to say if I wanted to do anything in particular... I'm a concept artist by trade, like that's what I started going to school for, so I would love to get to work on an animated film or maybe like a comic book cover, but other than that, I'm getting to do the stuff I love right now. Well, I think you're well on your way, and I gotta say, and, and you know how like <laughs> the Renaissance was the age of enlightenment, but like nowadays it's the age of entitlement, and I really sometimes tend to hate the younger generation sometimes because of the way that they think everything should happen to them or for them, you know, and uh, to hear somebody that's like being so selfless, you know, I really appreciate and that. It's, and it comes, a person, and so. it comes a lot from the fact that people nowadays are just like, um, and we're getting deep here, guys, in the Fantastic yeah, Duo show, care. by Let's the way. Deep. I mean, I, I, no, it's all good. It bothers me sometimes when all these kids get all this stuff handed to them, you know what I mean? Like they don't appreciate anything you know everybody I mean? every, every, everybody's anybody. always looking at the at the fact that how many numbers do they have how many like like they forget that hey listen life's a journey and you should just like you know i always tell people because that's a question i get asked a lot like how do you gain a big following i always tell people it's not about the number what matters is the type of people yeah. that you're getting yeah. to follow you because you could have five followers and they could be the most dedicated they could be the most dedicated <laughs> yeah. most amazing people they right. could be heads of companies and everything right. and maybe other people don't know it those five followers could change your life right it doesn't matter like yeah. i don't care i could be sitting here with three thousand followers 100 followers five followers yeah. i'd still be happy because i don't expect any of right. it i think yeah. when people start to only focus on the numbers i mean yeah it's cool that you have a big following and everything it's cool to have people love your work and everything sure but if it makes you happy, and if you have the right people following you, I think that's really what should matter about it. We're living in an age, especially with social media, where it's enforced and you're led to believe that unless this many followers are following you, you're worthless. And that's that's not the case. Right. I mean, you know, and and it, it's sad. It's a sad truth. But, you know, it, it is unfortunate. But, you know, some even even people that can, like, help you get ahead sometimes will base you know, it base it will base it off your popularity, and that's unfortunate. So I mean, it should be based off the work sometimes, but you know, that's not always, you know, not always the case, unfortunately. But anyway, yeah. But to um, jump to jump on a on on a uh, positive note here, okay. um, we do have a question from the audience. So uh, Miss Alexand Miss Alexandria's Arcade, she wants to know any advice for someone looking to work in the modeling industry. A lot of people say I'm beautiful and should do modeling. <laughs> um, <laughs> Wow, see what we, what were we I talking about about modesty? Here it is. <laughs> I don't I don't I don't find myself to be very pretty and I'm not sure how to get started. By the way, your dress is so cute. Your style is always it's, so it's bomb. It's cool, right? I feel like I'm just waiting for the the logo of the Simpsons to roll up right through the through the dress the Simpsons. <laughs> well, what I'll say about that is first of all, 
the way that that comment started out might be my favorite thing because you know what? Good for you for listening to them because you know what? Confidence is always a great thing. I feel like that's important. You you can be humble but have enough self-worth where you're not honestly bashing yourself right. every second of your life because I've been there. I've done that. Sure. It's not good. Once you're picking yourself apart and everything, every single second of the day, you're not going to get anything accomplished. So just like being comfortable in your skin and everything is very important. But if you want to do it, go for it. There's literally, it doesn't matter what you look like. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter your skin color and everything. If you want to model, if that's what you want to do, go for it. Just because other people put out a thing and say like, this is the, we want this six foot tall, skinny white woman. As it's a model. not always the case, yeah. No. We need diversity. Like, yeah. for the first time, right. I think the Italian Vogue had, had a girl with Down syndrome on it for the first mm-hmm. time right. in, in its history. Yeah. They're just as beautiful as anybody right. else yeah. in the world, and we need to see that. Yeah, we need absolutely. that out there. Yeah, and, and, you know, here's the thing. I'm, as we were listening to what you were saying, we say people say, people think that you're beautiful, but you don't. You know, I mean, this is the thing to remember, too, is, like, sometimes, you know, there's value in that, like, because you always see yourself differently than other people. People always see you differently than you see yourself. So, you know, maybe sometimes you don't feel like you might be good enough, but other people are saying it, you know, it certainly doesn't hurt to give it a shot, um, you know, and but also at the same time, just be prepared in this competitive world for, you know, um, you know, the, 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 the sometimes the things that you don't expect to um, to happen, um, but don't let it like shatter your will to try in a way you know i, I guess like that's that. my too, I think yeah. the other important thing to remember is just because society puts a value on a certain type of figure or a certain yeah. look of a person it doesn't always matter. it doesn't mean that you're not right yeah it doesn't mean that you're not just because you're seeing yourself one way it doesn't mean that nobody else everyone else like you know you look in a mirror every day so you're mm-hmm. seeing yourself you're gonna pick yeah. yourself apart because that's what society makes you do yeah every other person who runs into you see something different than mm-hmm. what you can see about yourself. Yeah. And not just that, your personality also has a lot to do with it. If you treat people like garbage, then you're just as oh, ugly yeah. on the outside than mm-hmm. you are on the inside. If you treat people the right way and everything, that only adds to your worth and your beauty. So I think that's an important thing to add too. Right, that's great. Um, well, uh, you know, we've been like asking her so many questions. I know, yeah, yeah, we're doing her to ask questions as well too. This is like stuff I talk about on the show no, anyway. This is good. So. No, this is good. I mean, I, I like it. I like I like how it's going, but um, also I want you to be able to have the content that for your thing as well. So by the, go ahead, ask me, ask away. I'm here. Go ahead. So this is something I like to get to ask because I get asked this a lot at Comic-Cons when I do guest appearances. In this day and age, it is told to kids that you cannot be successful unless you do your job 24-7, and I hate that because right. there's so many wonderful things you can do outside your work, and I think it's important to do stuff outside your work. So... Besides the podcast, do you have any other like hobbies that you enjoy? Well, yeah, I mean, I, I'm you know martial arts um, is it's it's been my love my whole life. You know, um, ever since I saw the first like kung fu theater <laughs> movie, and I used to see the Chuck Norris movies and the Karate Kid when the Karate Kid came out in the eighties. You know, like I said, I was I was bullied as a kid, and you know these movies like made me like you know want to want to become more empowered, you know? And, um, so I just, um, so, so when I was 12 years old, um, we didn't have the money to pay for martial arts. 
uh, my, my, my dad didn't have the money to pay for karate, but there was a karate school right down the street. And just like a, like a kid looking through the window at Christmas, like at the toys and stuff, like I just so desperately wanted to train. And so finally one day I just, I walked into there. I was 12 years old and I just, I walked in and I asked if I could speak to the, 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 the owner. And I just said, look, I don't have like the, the money to, to pay for this, but I really want to learn. Um, can I sweep the floors and, and clean the windows and, you know, vacuum and clean the office and stuff just in exchange for, for lessons, you know? And I just thought for sure he'd be like, no, kid, get out of here, you know? But to my surprise, he, you know, he said yes, you know, and, uh, you know, I'm forever grateful for that opportunity because it did everything to change my life. I mean, it built martial arts, built up my confidence. Um, it gave me the abilities that I, I have now. Um, and all of that comes from from that. So uh, it's more than just a hobby for me. You know, it's it's definitely a way of life. And then and like I said, you know, my goal even before I got hired on Power Rangers was to become a martial arts instructor. And I was going to open up martial arts studios and all that stuff. I mean, and then Power Rangers, I took a little detour for a minute. But then when it was over, I that's exactly what I did. I went back to teaching because I love teaching because I know what it did for me. And I love to be able to watch people change too and to be able to see somebody's eyes light up when you teach them something and then they just all of a sudden their confidence builds up you know and you know you you know that you had like a a major hand in molding that person into a, a, a better version of themselves you know and to me i can't think of anything that's more important you know um so uh i so martial arts for me not only for 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 myself and for my centering and all that stuff like that but i love to pass my knowledge on to people because you know it's nice when somebody like actually hears you you know what i mean because a lot of people you know you're talking and a lot of people listen but when somebody actually hears what you say they take it to heart they start applying it and you see them improve and you see their skill get better you know and you know, to watch that unfold is to me one of the most amazing things. So, um, you know, I just have a big love for, for teaching martial arts uh, and always have. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. And I think that's something that I rarely ever get somebody that says stuff about sports. I hear a lot of like, oh, I bake or, right. you know, I go for a walk. And those are great, too, because I think, you know, finding a way to detach yourself from your work, even if you love it, yeah. it's only going to make your work better because you're not focusing it all the time. Right. You'll experience burnout if you focus on stuff all the time. Right, right. Yeah, and I think that's actually probably one of my downfalls. I don't have a lot of other hobbies, you know what I mean? Like, I don't watch sports. I don't really follow, you know, other things, you know. So if I'm not out at events and, and entertaining then, uh, you know, I'm teaching. And if I'm not doing any of those things, then, you know, I'm a little selfish and I'm just kind of like <laughs> time for me to like catch up on my shows or whatever. But I'm a bit of a homebody, you know. Um, so when COVID hit in the beginning, it was kind of cool. I'm like, oh, cool. I'm put my feet up. I'm going to catch up on all my shows. But after like three, four months, I'm like, oh, my God, I'm watching like these garbage movies because there's nothing else on and nothing to do, you know. So it's been hard for me because, you know, like I said, I do love teaching and stuff. But now I haven't been able to train for months because it can't be it can't do all the martial arts studios are shut down. And that's like really, you know, hard to do. So, um, you know, it's it's been hard, you know, like not being able to do that one thing that I love doing. Um, but I know it'll come back and, you know, it's something that's always going to stay with me. It's not like that desire is going to go away. So, 
when the timing's right, I will definitely be teaching again. So that's awesome, and I think that's a really cool hobby to have. Teaching is a great yeah. thing right. to be able to do. Yeah, well, I mean, what what else do we do things for if we can't pass it, pass it on? You know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Anything else you want to ask yeah, us? Right <laughs> um, we jumped on your This is your time right yeah. now to ask us. Yay, I, I, get, I get the floor for this one. I, um, and by the way, just so you all know, like, I mean, maybe it's hard to see in the chat as you're watching, but she is doing an amazing job with this with this drawing. Kind of like, like just black out and let it take over. I don't know what's going on. Right. The adrenaline's it's, just uh, doing its thing. It's, it's very cool. I, I, I can't wait to see the finished product. I mean, I, I'm just I'm watching her do it piece by piece by piece, and it looks so cool. Uh, it's yeah. a fun process so something i love getting to talk about um on the show mm -hmm. because it's something that you know everyone thinks once you've reached a point you're done there's nothing else you can do we all still have dreams for when you get to certain places it doesn't matter if you like reached what metaphorically people call the top if yeah. you're it there's still things we want to do and everything so is there something for you that like you haven't gotten the chance to do yet or there's somebody you want to work with that you haven't had the chance to yet oh man well, I mean, there's there's tons of people that, uh, you know, I mean, there's tons of things I would like to, I would like to do more stuff with film. Like I, I feel sometimes a little bit pigeonholed in the Power Ranger thing, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? And partly it's, it's, it's my doing, you know, because, you know, after Power Rangers is over, I went into the martial arts teaching and stuff and, and sort of kind of fell off the, 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 the radar in a sense, as far as like doing other acting things. And so now as I'm coming back into the entertainment world, it's as the role of the Power Ranger, you know, and I'm coming around and meeting fans at Comic-Cons and stuff. So, you know, I, I think it's, it's very difficult for people to see me outside of that role in any way. And so I would like to do more stuff with that. But I'm also like the guy that, that is not really, you know, doesn't have extreme amount of time or a huge desire to go back into the, the audition scenes. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, it would be cool if I get, if, you know, to get offered some roles to do some other types of things. Um, I did get the opportunity to do that with a movie where I completed a completely different character that was nothing to do with Rocky at all. And it was like, you know, he was a guy who smoked cigarettes and carried a machine gun as he hunted the, a, a, a creature through the woods and stuff. And he cursed and he was a jerk and all that. You know, that, that's a fun that's a fun kind of thing. I'd like to do more of that kind of stuff. Um, you know, and going around to the Comic-Cons, I've been able to meet like so many like amazing actors and you know, I'd be like, man, I would like to do some work with this person. Now, I can't, I mean, off the top of my head, I can't think of like who, who specifically, you know, but, you know, I've made some really good friendships. I've built some really good relationships with some people. And I'm just hoping one day, maybe one of them will reach out and be like, hey, bud, you want to, you want to do something with us? I'll be like, that'd be amazing. So uh, I'm putting it out there, universe, Twitch universe, the universe completely. Uh, any of my actor friends that might be listening, I'm down to do some shit. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Common consensus because any of the actors or actresses yeah. or in between that I've talked to, yeah. everyone always says the same thing. They're yeah. like, I don't have time for the audition scene. That's right. just ugly. Yeah. Quite frankly, it sounds terrifying. Yeah. It sounds, it sounds, it, 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 it is. I mean, there's that side of it, you know, but, um, you know, sometimes for, for, for me, it really does just come down to the time, you know, I'd rather just kind of like, 
you know, say, okay, look, you've seen the work that I can do, you know, find, find a role based off that, that you could use me in your movie. And I don't need to be the lead. I'm not looking to be, you know, I, I'm more of a character kind of guy or like a supporting guy, you know, I don't want to be like, so, you know, there's something you could throw me in, <laughs> you know, but uh, anyway, so I don't know. I, I would like to be able to do a little bit more of that, but you know, those opportunities will present themselves. But right now, nobody's working, really. So I just yeah. have to wait for that to open back up before I can start exploring more of that. But, you know, but that's a good question. Um, nobody ever really asks me what else I'd like to do. They just assume I'm just the Power Ranger and that's all that's, I ever that's am. That's the thing. I feel like so many interviews and everything, because a lot of kids nowadays and young adults, they just look stuff up on YouTube. If there's an actor or actress out there that they like, if there's a band member of a mm -hmm. certain group that they like, they YouTube everything. Yeah. But all the interviews ask the same questions, and I feel like that's something, you know, you get to a little bit of a thing where it's like, oh, this is boring. Let me give you my rehearsed answer. Right. I think there's so many extra things that people should know and, like, stuff that we could learn if sure. we ask the right questions. Yeah. So, like, I like getting to ask these questions because a lot of times I do get the response like, oh, no one's asked me that before. Yeah, and I'm like, right. that's the point. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I mean, you could go on Wikipedia because people can like input information into your Wikipedia, but like half of it's wrong, you know? So I just think that, <laughs> you know, but that's good. No, I like that. Good question. I'm over here just uh, answering the chat and laughing, by the way, guys. So yeah. if you're, okay. you know, you're watching, I'm just, I'm over I, here entertaining. Over here doing his own. He's under, uh, uh, yeah. Like, I'm noticing him oh, chuckle. You know, I'm like, did actually, I say something funny? Yeah, right. Well, actually, let's take a minute here and uh, let's also congratulate Alex. Um, Alex has started a, a, a second show here on our Twitch channel um, that happens going to be happening every Friday. It's called Into the Morphin Grid. And um, I believe, well, will Mike Rome be joining you, joining you all the time with that one? Or yeah, from, so from time to time. So I spoke to Mike, and Mike seems like really down, and and he really wants to do this. Yeah. Um, you know, he wants to really follow his passion with you know '90s television and, and Power Rangers in general, right? right? So um, you know, he wants to be known for more than just the WWE dude, right? Sure. You know, yeah. so um, he jumped on it. I'm super excited. Obviously, when when things settle down for you you'll be coming on it as yeah, well of course you know yeah. but one of the things was this past friday we had people on we did a watch along yeah. of the very so first episode the very first episode the very first of episode rangers. of power rangers we so watched that was it cool yeah we watched it on on the broadcast so um it was very successful so um here's to you know to see what yeah. comes up after so, this yeah man. i mean yeah. and it's going to be on this same channel on the fantastic duo yep. uh show channel guys so uh just on friday nights we're opening up the 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 form, the the uh, what's not the format? What's the word I'm looking? We're opening up more platforms. Yeah, more. Yeah, we're kind of like expanding more yeah. hours and more time. So you yeah. know, we got we got all you wonderful subs here on the channel. Yeah, uh, and we want to be able to provide you with more. more gaming stuff yeah. too, right? Yeah, so yeah. We're so. gonna watch Alex do uh, game game, and you guys can watch him do play Fortnite or whatever. Yeah, that kind of whatever stuff. whatever them kids are playing uh, nowadays. Yeah, <laughs> whatever them <laughs> kids are playing. Um, so anyway, anyways, um, so yeah, uh, so lots of uh, hopefully you. Guys guys will continue to keep uh, supporting us in that regard as well too um because the uh, the watch along thing looks fun um so is it just going to be all power rangers or is it going to be even though it's called into the morphin grid will you guys watch other stuff as well yeah too? so um right now we're going to heavily like review and go back and talk about all the uh you know iconic episodes and things that have happened right. in, so in the series for now it's gonna for be now yeah and then obviously um we want to give love to like we were talking about even vr troopers which kind of like lost oh, its, yeah. lost its way and and we even spoke about maybe reviving it some way can you imagine that like we revive a show out of nowhere i mean we can do right. it and, you know? get, and get ryan 
Ryan Steele and get Ryan Steele. Yeah, yeah. That'd be cool. Get yeah. you know maybe as a, a, a as a fan made movie and get you a role on it somewhere. You know, killing people. What's up, man? I know oh, you love look, me. Finally, Let me tell you something. Offering me a role. Let Great. me tell you something, guys. If you guys don't know <laughs> this, Steve Steve loves uh, being a heel, a bad guy. No, he loves <laughs> the bad guys in 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 both the shows and movies. And I think that he would make an incredible. Oh, I, I'm gonna make an awesome guy. bad guy. I'm, I'm so yeah. And I thank you guys for all the congratulations. This is you know yeah. this is a team effort here, so we're just trying to bring as much yeah. as possible to the table. Yeah. And we by were, the way, you're drawing. Over yeah, there, I know. Man. We were giving Aaron a little time to like to do some stuff and, uh, and let her focus on that a little bit. Um, but. Uh, yeah, it's so great. Uh, I really can't wait to see the finished product. And 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 by the way, guys, if, if you know, um, actually, Aaron, why don't you tell everybody like where they can follow you? I mean, I know you've already got tens of thousands of you know followers already. Um, <laughs> yes. you know, on all of your pages and stuff. But uh, <laughs> go ahead and tell us, and then uh, and 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 then that way, you, anyone that might be watching the show tonight that hasn't followed you already can can do so. Okay, so this is gonna be a little tricky because my username is an art pun because I didn't want to just like put my name up there i am a really weird person that way i was right. like you know what if i'm gonna have a username it better be fun yeah so the paint that i mainly use in my work is called gouache gouache okay and it sounds oddly familiar to the word squash, squash. so i was walking in a grocery store the one day and i there's a butternut squash in front of me and i'm like <laughs> you know what that sounds like that would actually be a really really funny name and right. i put it up there and nobody can pronounce it unless it's an artist I've only had one celebrity that's been able to pronounce it. And quite frankly, when he did, I was surprised. I was like, how did you know? <laughs> I'm like, what? Right. Nobody, gets, everyone's like, it's gouache, ganache. I'm like, no, yeah. close enough. We'll just go with that for now. But right. so. <laughs> I, I admit, I, did, I didn't know how to pronounce it either. It's so, a, it's a uh, very, you know, I feel bad for everyone now that I name myself that online. I've had a couple <laughs> people think that it's actually my name. And I'm like, no, I just, di I just didn't think, you know. There's actually, my last name is not, you know, a name that you see a lot, but there are enough Aaron Lefflers out there. And yeah. I'm like, so somebody's probably already got that. So let's come up with something a little yeah. more creative it's screen, than that. It's your, uh, not screen name, what's it called? It's your uh, stage your name. Stage yeah. name. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, my yeah. stage name. It's your yeah. handle on, yeah, on, all your, on all your social media. So basically, you know, it, it sounds like squash. You can, if you start writing butternut in Instagram, I will it's be the first one to pop yeah. up you, you because are, yeah, nobody but, else yeah. really has a username <laughs> that weird. Um, right. Same goes on. <laughs> Twitter and TikTok and Tumblr because uh, I, I decided to go with something really, really odd for our nice. username. But, you know, it was hey, fun. Good. That's that's cool. I, I mean, in a way, it just makes you stand out even more. Which is, I, I will say the fun thing is the friends that I have made in the industry and the fellow artists that follow me, they all get a good chuckle out of it because they know how to pronounce it. They're like, you know, yeah. I had to double take and start laughing when I realized why you named yourself that. I'm like... I love puns, so you know, just yeah. to be able to like make my name a pun, and you know, it's like an inside joke with all the other artists when right. they realize it. They're like, "Oh, I got that." It's like it's very, clever, very I, clever. I got another question that just came in, and they want to know, Aaron, if you could animate a film, who would you want to voice your characters? Oh, well, first of all, what does that mean specifically? Is this a like film if that I already exists? Is it a genre that already exists, or a canon that already exists, or is it just something made up from scratch? Question: Because if it was like a specific movie, there's a couple things that I'd like to work on. If okay. it was making my own film, I have had like so many different. You know, that's the fun thing about. I always tell everyone I was always very much inside my head as a kid. I had a really wild imagination. That was kind of my thing. Like you know, everyone was off doing their thing, playing with the other kids and everything. 
if I wasn't around adults, I was <laughs> by myself. I, yeah. That's what I did. Like I, I was that nerd who was just like, I'd rather engage in conversation with adults or be by myself and not deal with anyone right. else. So when I was by myself, I would come up with stories. I'd create these worlds. I would make stuff out of, I would make like entire houses and stuff out of paper and tape. Like that was my thing. Like I could just story tell with really yeah. random objects. So like, I've always got ideas in my brain that I would like to do. The problem is, you know, the industry right now is very set in its ways. It's the same storylines. It's right. sequels. It's yeah. new stories aren't getting the light of day. Right. And while I would love to put them out there, I just don't think, you know, yeah. maybe they're not ready for it yet. Right. There's right. a lot of things I'd love to do, but... Yeah. Well, we know about remakes and reboots. Uh, we we yeah, had a yeah. specific Steve Rance episode. But, uh, so no, okay. But so so uh, set that aside for a second. Then if it's something that you that you can't make that create from your own, if you were offered like or what what would be like one that you would really like to do? Obviously, maybe like Star Wars, like like some of the. Well, anything you know, I do merchandise art for them. But, like, my, my main thing, I did start going to schooling for was, like, animation and concept art and everything. Concept art is my first and foremost love. Oh, Illustration okay. and concept art, getting to create these images that right. help tell the story. Getting yeah. to create, you know, illustration itself is, like, that's what you see in books and stuff. Right. They help tell the story. They help you picture what's going on. Right. Concept art is what creates the story. You don't have the backgrounds or the right. costumes or what the character looks like without concept art. So... Anything, you know, I grew up with a Disney legend that I knew. And it was just kind of like, that was inspiring to know, right. like, he did. He was known as the Keeper of the Mouse. So, like, he got to help storytelling for Mickey Mouse. Yeah. You know, I grew up with a really big Disney influence. My parents got married at Disney, for goodness right. sakes. You know, right. my grandpa yeah. worked at Disney. My uncle worked at Disney. So, it's like, I grew up with that. Yeah. There was Disney movies on all the time in my house. I right. was... I'm a movie buff. I prefer movies over TV, so, like, I'm constantly watching movies and everything. Jim Henson was, like, my favorite growing up. So, right. you know, you had, like, Labyrinth and the Muppets and Dark Crystal and, like, all that stuff. Like, yeah. those worlds. Anything with, like, especially, like, a fantasy element or, like, you know, a very, very strong lead character who isn't cocky or, like, you know, pompous and full right. of themselves. But you can tell, like, they're imperfect. They're going to make mistakes as you go through it. And then they learn and get better and you watch them get better. Anything to do with that, I loved because that was the thing. Labyrinth is one of my favorite films for that reason. Yeah. You watch Sarah go through this whole thing of she's this whiny 15-year-old girl, and you watch her ultimately, like, throughout the entire movie. Right. Just, like, completely change character. Like, she right. gets better. She grows up and becomes... into something. Mm -hmm. And, and, and yeah. she has to learn more about this is not the way that you handle things and everything. So films like that, if they did, like, anything, like... If Henson Studios decided all of a sudden to do like an animated labyrinth thing, because I know they're coming out with a right. second movie to it. If they decide to do anything with that, I'd love to work on that. I know wow. Netflix has the Dark Crystal series. If they wanted to do anything animation-wise with that, I'd love to do that. And just anything Disney in general, because right. that yeah. I, Disney holds like the most soft spot in my heart, purely for the way that like I grew up and yeah. how important it was in my family and everything. Right, of course. That's just always something I'd love to get to do. Yeah, wow, that's cool. Well, hopefully that will happen for you. Um, but let me ask a question. Like, so at what point, you know, um, and, you know, dad's over here off to the side over here. Maybe he can probably even answer this question, too. Um, when did you, like, start realizing? Like, when did it turn into just, like, doodling where it stick figures to actually, like, 
you know, oh. like you have a real talent for it. I mean, I know that all of that had to be, you know, oh, uh, comes with a lot of drawing, but that's when, did, a... when did you like start realizing that, hey, this my drawings look better than everybody else's in class? You know what I mean? I never really thought that. The thing was, you know, like having that Disney legend in my life as yeah. like from the time I was like all the way up till I was five. Unfortunately, he passed away in 2005. Right. Um, you know, so... I had him past that a little bit. And, you know, that young of an age, you're like six, seven, eight. Mm -hmm. You know, like, you have somebody in your life like that at that age, and then they're gone. And it's kind of like, you know, from the time that I did, you know, get to know him and everything, I, I did. Drawing was always my thing. I was always right. interested in it. So, like, I would draw stuff for him. And he was always encouraging me. Like, he always wanted me to focus. So he's like, you need to remember what's important, though. But I think you have a talent. And you know, you don't want to lose that. Right. So, like, so they saw he was really young in you. He, he was trying to focus me in the right direction. You know, prioritize what are your priorities in life as well. So that was, I think, getting me to start thinking that way young was a good thing. I was always kind of into that, though. Because, like I said, I wasn't, I wasn't that kid who was, right. like, you know... I grew up with all the 90s stuff, so, right. like, there's a lot of great stuff yeah. in the 90s and growing up, but that's great. Um, but there were so many stories that came out of that, and I wasn't that kid that was, like, I, I loved people. I was outgoing, but I was more like, I'll hang out with the adults, and if I'm not with the adults, that's it. I'm by myself, and right. I'm going to... So, like, yeah. I had notebooks upon notebooks upon notebooks and sketchbooks and you right. name it just covered in stuff right and it was i didn't really take it seriously until like a family trip when i was like let's say like 12 13 years old okay and at this point they were still featuring artists at one spot in epcot they don't do it anymore that's that's how long ago this was <laughs> i always tell them i'm like i feel like i'm aging myself by saying this but they don't do it in that spot anymore now they have the festival of the arts which has been a thing for like the past 10 years right so like this is like before that <laughs> so it's like 12 13 right. and there was this artist in the shop and you know at this point cell phones were just kind of like starting to become a thing mm -hmm. like everyone's at and my parents had like the flip phones you know yeah. like you know the ones that like just get like the very grainy images of stuff right and i had shown already an interest like that i want to do art and everything but it's kind of hard everyone always says like starving artist and everything so your parents are kind of like, oh, are you sure about that? Yeah. <laughs> but we walked into the shop, and there's this artist sitting there. And my dad's like, my dad nudges my mom. He's like, you know, you should, we should just go over there and start yeah. talking. Because he's there to talk to and everything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And pff, I feel old saying this. I'm like, this is like almost, this is like over a decade ago now. So it's like, you know, I'm thinking back on this now. And I'm a little emotional thinking about it. Because right. if it wasn't for this guy... I, would, I probably wouldn't be sitting here right now right, because right. my parents took the initiative to talk to him and they're telling him, they're like, this is, you know, she loves this and everything. And he's like, do you have anything of hers on you? And they're like, because they would, they would take pictures on their phone and everything. Oh, you know, right. mm -hmm. I was, I'm very fortunate. I have very supportive parents and everything. I, I love getting to take them with me when I do right. Comic-Cons and right. everything. Sure. It's, it's important to me because I feel like family is a very important thing. And I feel like everyone out there should know that about me. I love my family. Right. They're my whole world. So it's like, they've always been there. They've always had my back. So my parents were always very, very proud of me, no matter what I did. And they were taking pictures and stuff and everything. Because I was, I, 
I was drawing Disney characters. Right. I was drawing my own worlds and everything. Yeah. And they thought, I guess they thought it was cute at the time because that's what right. they were taking pictures of. So they and showed so they, him they this. They showed him to this artist. They showed this really grainy old flip phone <laughs> photo of it. You know, the first flip phones with the cameras and everything. It was bad. Yeah. So it's not good. And he's like, he's sitting there. And from what he's seeing, I guess he saw something. And he's like, you know what? Come sit here. I want you to test out my tools, and I want to see what you can do. Right. And, you know, it's my first time with, like, legit art tools and everything. And I'm looking at it, and I'm like, oh, goodness. Like, what do I do? Because I'm used to just, like, a number two pencil and a yeah. notebook. I'm not right. used to So I'm trying to do my thing with this. And he's just kind of standing there, and I, I, I'm still this way. I trying to get better at it you know people over your shoulder there's there's pressure with that yeah, so i'm like course. and you know as a young kid 12 13 years old and there's this person who's a legit disney fine artist standing over your shoulder you're like that's a lot of pressure yeah. but he must have saw something because he turned immediately after i just did this i don't even remember what it was it was this really dumb small sketch and he turned over to my parents and he goes, you need, to, you need to get on this now. You need to go get her the right tools. You need to go get her into schooling because this, she could be better than me. She could be my boss one day. Right. And I was just kind of like, you know, you're not taking it seriously at that age. But as soon as I heard that, you know, like that's, that's a little daunting, first of all, that somebody's saying that you could be like better than they are. Right. But it's also kind of like, you want to just joke and laugh about it because like oh no he's just saying that because you're you know i was extremely short at that age as right. well so like oh they just think you're a cute kid that's why yeah. he's saying it but he looked at my parents he's like no I, I seriously mean it he had done artwork you know for their galleries and everything he had done artwork for the maps and everything right. and he's like are you talking about jimmy jimmy mulligan <laughs> you know or what's his name the guy who's like a you know who I'm talking about, right? There's. I can't. His name is not. Oh, okay. No, I, okay. Well, I have. This is what I'm talking about. That I'm like, I've got the brain of an 80 year old because yeah. I can't remember. So it's like, I was telling him this. Huh? Greg McCullough. Greg oh, McCullough. Greg McCullough. Oh, okay. Okay. I really owe a lot to him because I think like that little boost over a decade wow. ago. If it wasn't for that, I wouldn't have taken it seriously right. because you know, all your teachers are like, that's not going to get you anywhere. Like. I was I was good in school. Yeah. I was honor roll student left and right. I was supposed to be in like all the advanced classes and everything like that. That was my thing. Like I could read at a high school level, like a twelfth grade level, when I was ten. So it was like wow. that was stuff like they thought like, oh, you're gonna be wow. like a scientist or you're gonna be like a mathematician or something like that. But the the keeping stuff in yeah. boxes and everything, you know, staying in that same little box, that was never for me. And right. I just sure. you know, I would finish my work early. I sat by myself at lunch and I would draw. Right. And that was my thing. Wow. And I just kind of knew like, that's something I want to do. And nobody would kind of like take that seriously. But after that moment where he's like, no, you need to get her this stuff. This is what, you know, yeah. she can do something with this. It was kind of like, that was the moment. And now here we are 10 plus years later. And wow. I look back on that and I can't not, you know, it's kind of hard not to get emotional thinking about that because it's like, if it wasn't for that one moment, I probably would be stuck in a job right now that I absolutely hated. Right. And that happens to so many people, you know what I mean? Like so, so many people like don't realize the potential they have. It never gets unlocked inside them, you know? And, and, you know, so we have people like us sometimes have to feel very fortunate that, you know, we, you know, we happen to run into the right person at the right time that was able to help, 
um, nurture that for us, you know, and in one form or another, or have the support of the parents that. The thing is about it that that's what I always try to tell everyone. I'm like, you know, having talent is one thing. Having the right people backing you is yeah. what makes all the difference, and that's why I always tell everyone. I'm like, that's why I am so big on because people are like, oh, why don't you post like this? Why don't you? Because I'm like, I want to be that person. You know, if a kid's parents aren't being supportive to them, if they yeah. don't have that support system, I want to be that person to yeah. be that because I was right. so. Not everybody's fortunate to have parents like I did. Yeah. Not everyone's fortunate to have a Disney fine artist like yeah. Boost them Long. Not everyone's fortunate to grow up with a Disney legend that's just like, yeah, you got something. Yeah. So I want to be that person to turn around and be like, look, you've got something. You got this. And that's why I'll purposely, people, it's really adorable and I always really appreciate it because I don't know why kids would want to turn around and draw me but i always love getting to if they do draw me i will purposely i'll put in my story i have a whole highlight on my instagram mm -hmm. because i want to encourage them i want them to feel good about their work because next thing i know this kid could be the same way i was right and if i ignored that if i didn't encourage them or something i could have just killed somebody's dream and i don't want to do that so right. like i want to be able to help and turn that around because i think having a support system especially when you're young I mean, it's good to have one when you're older as well. Yeah. You know, when you get to your adult years, like I found in my adult years, I depend on a support system just as much. Like I depend on my family and my friends, right. probably more now than I did then. But it's very fundamental, especially during those developing years that you have that support system. So if I'm even able to help just a little bit with that, I find that that means a lot to me. Well, I think it, that ties in perfectly to what you want to do with your with your with your podcast, you know is you know not only like to you know is this you know to display the arts but also to encourage people and educate them in the arts as well too so people are more receptive to learning about things from people that they like so hearing encouragement yeah. and you know advice and everything from these people who are just absolutely incredible and getting to see people i, I love to stress this getting to see people who look like you and who are just like mm -hmm. you is so important yeah. Because if it wasn't for me seeing Princess Leia, yeah. who was a short brunette mm -hmm. in the midst of all these guys, yeah. I probably wouldn't have been as spunky as I was. Right. Like I, <laughs> that, that was something that meant something to me. Sure. Because there's this girl who looks like me, who is unafraid to be vocal, who's yeah. unafraid to be herself. Yeah. That meant something to me. Not everybody has that. Not everybody has their own representation. Not everyone sees that side because entertainment industries don't focus on that. Yeah. They, they're they stuck in a little bubble. So I was thinking, I'm like, you know what? You hear this stuff from the people who live it. You get the encouragement from the people who live it. And you also see somebody who looks, talks, yeah. sounds just like you came from the same places. Right. Physically, emotionally, you know, whatever. They're now, just like now you. Now somehow you think it can be possible for you. Yeah. yeah and just having that to know like yeah. you can do it even if like people are telling you no and there's still people out there who are just like you and they're saying yeah you can do it don't listen to them yeah. especially I, I tie that back into the thing with the bullying that's a bunch of people telling you you can't do stuff you're not worth it to hear stuff from professionals yeah. telling you like look you can do it it doesn't matter what others are saying that's what's important about right. it and honestly even if one person walks away from this show because I've been saying this like I'm not the person to be in front of a camera. I'm not the person to be on a panel. Quite frankly, both the panels I've been on at Ace Comic Con, right. I have been a nervous wreck. Yeah. You can ask my friend Angelique Rocher. She's the amazing moderator for both of those panels. 
I am a nervous wreck beforehand. My hands are going like this. I can't speak. I'm just like an absolute wreck. I'm not looking at the audience. I'm looking down at my feet because right. like that's not my thing. I'm behind the scenes. I, I'm, you know, the hermit at home in the sweatpants. I'm just like, <laughs> nobody sees me. Yeah. But it's not my thing. But you know what? If I have to step out of my comfort zone to help somebody, I'd rather step out of my comfort zone because you know what? We need that good in the world. There's too much that gets taken away and everything right. and there's too much bad that happens that if i just sit back and let it happen i'm just as bad as everyone else then yeah right wow i mean i just i'm impressed you know what i mean like you know it's like i i love hearing this kind of things from such a, a young person you know because i don't i don't really see that too often in young people these days so uh i'm really uh what a pleasure um and uh I, I think, um, how are we, are we finished? Do we got the drawing done? Oh, oh my gosh, oh, I want to oh. see. How, how are we on time right now? Sure. It's 9.15. Oh, so we're way over. Yeah, we just wanted, I want to let her finish that before oh, I God. asked her about. Yeah. I have now, I always tell people I am not good at doing stuff right. quickly. It's still going live though, right? Yeah, it's still live. Okay, good, good, good. It didn't cut off. Okay, good. No, 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 no you're good. Okay. I'm not good at doing stuff quickly, but for some reason with this show, it's helped me you know, fine-tuned to be able to do stuff more oh, faster good. than normal. So I'm, I'm kind of enjoying that. It's oh, kind of working good. my art skills Well, I mean, it just it went by so fast. I, it I did. I can't even believe we ran over like that. So I'm, I'm pleased. I, we, what a pleasure for coming on with us. And, Thank you, and you guys so for, much for, for having doing me. this live and setting this up. Alex, the man right here, he definitely he put all this thing together. And, and we, we came up with this whole idea like in about a week. And we were just like, you know what? Let's do it this way. And, uh, and you know, and now it's come to fruition and we've done our live show together like this. And we want to continue to keep doing more of these. It'll be a lot of fun. Um, but, uh, you know, Aaron, thank you so much for coming on and being on the show with us. We want to check out the, the finished product. Can we, yeah, put it up by the camera. Should we turn it toward her? Like, look at that. Like that. Wow. I'm not sure I if the lights that. affect that, so but cool. I'm going to try. Yeah, yeah, you can bring bring it bring it like that a little more. Oh, there we go. Woo. I love I it. She's even got the lightning bolt on the hat with the earphones <laughs> on and everything. I just, I, amazing. I just people I'm very detail-oriented, so if yeah. there's, like, something that, like, no, it's, like, is the great. smallest minuscule, minuscule thing, it's I will do be it. Like, uh, yeah, it'll be, like, uh, my new little, um, it could be new one of the new emojis that we can put up on the, uh. A gift? Yes. Yes, a Twitch emote. Yes. Emojicon. Yes. Bet. Back to if we, if we have your permission to do yeah, that. Yeah, I don't amazing. care. Okay, good, good, good. All right, so one last thing before we get out of here, guys, and, and you guys are on the chat. Um, I want you to pick that up oh, right yes. over there. We're going to be giving away for the month of August when we do our giveaway. We're going to be adding this amazing print. You want to bring, yeah, it, bring, bring it, closer. it closer? Yeah, there you go. Like, yeah. You guys check. Lower, lower it down. There you go. There, there you go. go. Look at this thing, guys. This was hand-drawn by yeah. her. And like curve it a little bit so we can take some of the glare away. There you go. Okay, oh, there perfect. Go. Yeah, perfect. yeah. That is amazing. I can't see the camera. So no, we got, it. we got it. So we're going to be giving this away along with a Boom Studios book, a signed autograph a card by wow. Steve. So like, get ready. This is going to be coming to a lucky sub. Subscriber is going to get this artwork here from Aaron and amazing like you're so talented and so smart and sweet and nice and everything so we really appreciate you coming on and we didn't mind going way over because it was totally worth it so uh, thank you so much and uh, I guess Alex you want to take us out on this one today yeah man so uh I just want to say it was good meeting you for the first time. Oh yeah, I know, right? That's we're crazy. All meeting each other yeah, for we're the all meeting time. for the first time, yeah. but it was uh it was really cool to have you here and uh and uh, hopefully we do this again.
Right. Cool. All right, guys. So, on behalf of uh, myself, my co-host, and our guest, uh, Aaron, uh, thank you guys for joining us today on the Fantastic Duo Show. Uh, may the power protect you, and everybody stay safe out there. Thanks, guys. Thanks.